I am Andrew. I'm Stacy. I'm Rebecca. And this is the Used to Be Cool Music Podcast, where we talk about songs we like that are new and old, and songs you should like too. All right, so we have an artist episode mm-hmm. going on today. Stacy, this was uh, one near and dear to your heart. You want to talk us through who we've chosen? Oh, yeah. It's nice of you to say that it was near and dear and not that like I insisted that this be the <laughs> only way that I would participate in the podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I think, we, hostage. I think we all love him. Mm. Let's say his name. Say his name. You're up. David Bowie. <laughs> but yeah like this was the first one you threw out when we talked about doing this type of episode you said bowie immediately that was the first thing that came to mind do you have like a a good story of your first bowie like experience no i like mm, i so i was never really into when i when david bowie like was first in my um uh consciousness it was not a good period for him so it was like weird he's dancing in the streets with mick jagger yeah so it was weird like i didn't learn about the older my preferred bowie until i was like a college kid okay um and so that was like very illuminating for me and i really really connected with it and then i i wish that i had looked this up as i was writing out my notes for this but at some point there was podcast or something that I was listening to that just laid his whole life out. And I was really struck by how perfectly curated it was mm. and how when you are in the middle of it, you can't see the connections of the through lines from one phase to the next. You just have this new thing and your old fans are disappointed by the new thing and your new fans think that the older stuff is weird or sucks or whatever but when you look at the whole uh overview of it like it's this really artistic wonderful like life that you have put together that sounds awesome you're gonna need to give us the the name of that podcast at some point well and it's a good time too because moon age daydream is oh, out yeah have y'all seen? i got invited and was unable to go with a friend to go see moon age daydream but it's supposed to be amazing um, yeah um I think documentary footage, I should have done more research as well about yeah. what that is, but like it's a, a mm-hmm. Bowie retrospective. Extravaganza, yeah. Um, I don't think it's like uh, Rocket Man or um, Bohemian Rhapsody where they like hire some, you know, actor Current to actor. be right. Bowie. Yeah, I, I think, think it's, it's all documentary More footage. documentary, which is more my style. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I can't wait to go see that because I'm... I'm hoping that it is along the lines of what you were just describing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, with that, this is the podcast where we discuss um, music picks. What? Yeah. Do you want to? What's my pick? Yeah. You want to share your your pick? So um, yes, and as you know, I had a hard time with this. Um, I. I mean, who can pick? So you just still one had song? two when you showed I up in the room today. So. I hope you've narrowed it when down. When I showed up today. I, um, it's a medley. If that, no, it's not. <laughs> it's, um, this is my first favorite David Bowie song. Ooh, okay. So it is 
uh, Lady Stardust from the amazing album Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. song so fucking much mm-hmm. it's Excellent so choice. good it's so good what what made it your first favorite bowie song like what specifically about that one like you know i think someone put it on um a mixtape for me when i was in college okay and um it was an album full of like great and kind of uh weird music so not and I can't now name other things. I wasn't thinking about the mix until just now, but it Sorry, was not the like the 
um, person's most popular song, but like the person who made the mix for me, it was her favorite song of that oh. person. Ooh, what a good mix. Oh, uh, yeah. really good. And I had just never, like I said, I had never really listened to David Bowie before. He was a little weird by the time I started, you know, consuming popular music. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I, it's beautiful. I, um, I listened to it on repeat when David Bowie died because it seemed like such a fitting, I don't know, kind of song about someone who just died. Um, yeah, I just really, really, really love that song. Yeah. Well, I'm, I love the piano in that one. Like, Mm -hmm. I think when I was first getting into Bowie, that was one of the things that surprised me the most was the amount of musicality, like the musicality of his, his work. Um, but yeah, like that was, I don't know. I I didn't know what I was expecting because you see, you know, in, in his glam rock period or, or whatever else, or is the like thin white Duke, um, I don't know, like the, the imagery has never matched necessarily in my head of like the music, what the music should be. Like, it seems like people so now, um, like dress to match what it is that they play rather than mm-hmm. dress as who they are and play what they want. And like, that's one of the things that really inspires me about him is like, he just was who he was. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go next because. I also ended up with a Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Um, I struggled also to pick. Mm. I wanted to be cooler than I am. I wanted something. <laughs> I wanted something off. Don't of, we all? Don't we? I all. know, but I wanted something off of Low or Station to Station. So, like, I listened to those back to back, and while they're both fucking perfect, both albums are great. Um, what I ultimately came back to was that. None of those songs are the songs that I would put on a mixtape for somebody else to be like, this is David Bowie. Um, This is the like in road. And so, yeah, my pick was Rock and Roll Suicide. Takes a cigarette, puts it in your mouth. You pull on your finger, then another finger, then a cigarette. The water wall is calling, it lingers, then you forget. Oh, 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 you're a rock and roll suicide. Too old to lose it Too young to choose it And the clock waits so patiently on your song You walk past the cafe But you don't eat when you've lived too long Oh no, no, no You're a rock and roll suicide Shit breaks the snarling As you stumble across the road But the day breaks instead So you hurry home Don't let the sun blast your shadow Don't let the milk float Grab your mind 
Seriously, epic pick. I love how that builds. Yeah. Love it. I, I yeah, I feel like that's one of the like one of the songs that shows like his full range. Mm. Like especially with the like just intimate acoustic and vocal bit at the beginning, ending with full fucking brass band and <laughs> strings and electric guitar solo that just like kind of ends abruptly. Mm-hmm. Um but I think the thing that I like about it the most and why it's one of the ones that I picked is that I feel like Bowie's whole oeuvre, whatever, catalog, anthology is that message of you're not alone. And like the the way that he just like lays it out at that midpoint of, mm-hmm. you know, you can hear the scream and breaking up of his voice like that. That's the first song that anyone like my nieces who I make mixtapes for their birthdays. Like <laughs> that's the song that I put on there or whatever else. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know. This is like such a weird comparison. <laughs> so I guess stick with me a little bit. It's perfect. Um, there's something about that song that really reminds me of an Otis Redding song. Oh. Like it starts out super simple and it builds to this other thing with more instruments and more emotion like there's something about the emotion in his like his actual tone i'm not talking about the words like yeah you can hear it in his voice um and i don't know why it just like really those two things mesh in my head for some reason i can hear that like i yeah i wish i could name it because i feel like i know which Otis Redding song, but like it's yes. not. It's, yeah, it's on the tip of my tongue, but yeah. I can't. I can't call it right now. Yeah, I like what you were saying about um, the. So he has this reputation for being like um, weird and perfect and like uh, otherworldly, but then there's also something really like sweet and human about that. And also, um, that came out in 1971. And Wild. Like, who do you think you are? Yeah. You are. This much of a rock star. I know you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm doing like a small finger thing <laughs> with my hand. Right. Like, so he's just a kid at that point, right? And he's yeah. talking about you're a rock and roll suicide. Yeah. I wish I, I wish I was cool enough to have chosen something like off of 
off of one of those other records, but man, like that song gets me every time. It's one of the ones that gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it, no matter how many times. I like it. I went a completely different route than both of you. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Yeah, girl. (laughs) Um, I guess I should also tell you guys my most embarrassing Bowie story ever. Well, yeah. Um, did you did you meet him once? And no, oh my you god, did something I wish embarrassing. I would die. He did something embarrassing. I would have died. No. Um, so you know, I collect records as uh-huh. you do, and I had changes, okay. which is if you don't know, a compilation of some of his number one hits. And I did not know that it was a compilation of his number ones. I thought he was a genius. Who made all of this amazing <laughs> all right. music on one record? On one oh, record. Okay. So if you can imagine, <laughs> yeah. listening to someone's number ones and just assuming that that's one album. Have for you them. heard these guys, The Beatles? <laughs> they put out this album called One. Man, it's it's amazing. Strong, so strong. Yeah, and There's, varied. Yeah. Every track is great. <laughs> so unique. <laughs> really good. Really good. How did so, you figure out? Did, did, you, did it get yeah. pointed out to you, or yes. did you come about it? Yourself? Oh, no, no, no. This was years of me sitting there <laughs> yeah. thinking that David Bowie was this genius, which no one ever tells you otherwise, because right. he is right, a right. genius. And uh, it wasn't until Michael and I got oh, together, so this is... and it was like re- recent, <laughs> yeah. and he was just like, dude... That's a number one's album. Those songs don't all go in one album. I was like, well, they're all on this album. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, but the thing is, like, with Bowie, that's understandable. Of like, yeah. It's not, but the man, thank you for saying no, that. But no, because like, have you ever would, heard of Hunky Dory, for example? Yeah, Hunky like, Dory okay. or Ziggy Stardust, like, top to bottom, like, those are just the number ones because they're the ones that were released as singles. It has nothing to do with the quality of like the other tracks. So like, yes. Well, and speaking of hunky dory, that is the route that I went. All right. I, I like his hits. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, I mean, know, it's all, they're all on one album. They are. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I was going to try to be cool. And I went through a shit ton of his music. Some of which, sorry, Bowie, but not a fan. Others, I was like, it's yeah, the whole this is aesthetic, amazing. though. That's the thing. It's yeah. the whole know, aesthetic know, together. La, la. But I'm, I'm going to be true to me. And I like the hits. So I chose Queen Bitch. Oh, girl. Nice. For mine. So here we go. Clubs for pushing ahead of the dames. 
is I most like about um, the your pick is this song is your pick is that it is I don't consider this an especially popular song mm. I don't hear it mentioned oh like in a mm-hmm. lot of you know best of apparently it did make the album I, I actually at it's one not, time I don't think it is on changes oh okay no. interesting I should have picked interesting. something off of changes because it went with my story but, yeah but that what totally I totally seemed like where you were going yeah, yeah, yeah sorry I, I mean I thought it would maybe High together. Maybe, it's, maybe it's on changes too. It changes too. The B sides. Yeah. It's all the B sides. Yeah. All the things. What I like about this song is that this is David Bowie um, trying to mimic a Velvet Underground yeah, song. Yeah, it sounds like Lou Reed so much. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like Lou Reed because he was straight up trying to mimic yeah. a Velvet Underground song because he, right then, had been spending a lot of time at the factory and yeah. was just like, oh, I can give this a try. I like these people. And I want to be like them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's kind of a cool thing to think about someone who became then so iconic wanting to like mimic be something yeah. else. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I just love it. And I feel like even though he's pulling from somebody else, I can also see how other people pulled from him. Yeah. yeah. Well, with it, that song, it's, you know? it's like a perfect transition piece between like Lou Reed to Bowie and then what Bowie did to like make Mott the Hoople. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you're familiar with any of that work, like, Mott the Hoople sounds like a Bowie project band, yeah. like in the way that like Badfinger or something was like a Beatles project band, but like that like Mark Ronson guitar sound that like Mott stole and the like Lou Reed influence, like Bowie passed it on, which yeah. is something that mm-hmm. I love about Mott the Hoople. Um, but yeah, um, I hadn't like, it only occurred to me in this listen that like that, that's that segue. That's, mm-hmm. that's the through line, which I love. Like, Things like that are like why I read all the liner notes and want to know <laughs> who produced it. Who produced and it, yeah. Like, who played on it and 
And how you get from one thing to the yeah. other thing. Um, like there's the, you know, there's nothing new under the sun kind of idea, but like they are new. It's just a new, it's the old thing plus one thing yeah. or yeah, whatever else, which is like the best we can ever ask for. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Strong choices. Do you want to hear my alternate choice? Oh yeah. yeah. Mouth tours. Play it. But right. What was going to be your second pick? Um, it is to me, it is peak perfection as life on Mars. Oh yeah. I mean, it's kind of an obvious choice. I wanted to go with a less obvious choice, but mm-hmm. that to me is a perfect song. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, uh, big. Yeah, but also like a really small story, but like blown up big. Right. And it has all of those like Bowie elements, like the trademark elements, like we were talking about with uh, Rock and Roll Suicide, his voice getting to the point where it, it breaks, yeah. even though he's mm-hmm. still in control and the song, like, yeah. So that would have been fine. a good one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He's pretty epic. Yeah. What are y'all's thoughts on his like final albums, like Next Day or Black Star? Because even those were Black Star, Black Star, especially like in context of knowing that he was dying at the time and like wanted to leave us with this like final gift. Um, but it's hard to pick a single song off of those. It's like an album pick. So I'm gonna um, show my ass maybe a little bit. Ooh. And I was I was always so I came to Bowie relatively late because. Again, goofy 80s period. Um, And I'm a little bit older than you guys. So that was like, that is literally the only thing that I knew of David Bowie in my like most formative music years. Um, So I kind of dismissed him, came to him late, and was so focused on like the 70s David Bowie that like I never really moved much past that until I listened to the podcast that I was just talking about earlier that laid everything out in that like whole vision of a lifetime yeah kind of the career start to finish and so i've never really listened to a lot of later things mm. to be honest yeah. and i only listened to it in picking a song today mm. um i mean i i really enjoy david bowie's music i wouldn't say that he's my go-to you gotcha. know what i mean yeah. like i love when his song comes on and i'm out somewhere um but i haven't ever really sat down and been like you know what Today's the day. I'm going to just sit and listen to Bowie, mm. like, straight through. Oh, man. You should. I know. Apparently. Um, Next Day and Black Star are both... Worthwhile. Both great. Um, definitely worth it. Yeah, because he put out Black Star, and then the man just died. He didn't tell anybody. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God. He was, like, writing us a goodbye note, and then mm-hmm. he was done. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt about, I mean, not quite, but a little bit, like, Tom Petty passing. Yeah. He was that person for me that I was like, oh shit. Like, I love his music so much. I would never in a million years have guessed that. I was like truly sad when he died. Yeah. And David Bowie, I was like sad, but it didn't hit me. I feel like in the same way it probably hit the two of you. Tom Petty was that guy for me. We've we've been through a string of them that I felt like with Prince and Tom Petty. Like we'll have to come back because I feel like we need we need dedicated time. The gut wrenching. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that could be a whole episode. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, rest in peace, David Bowie. We know that you're looking down on us from Mars, and um, yeah, thanks for listening. Check back in 
next week and don't sue us we just want people to listen to your music bye bye